Hello, hello. Welcome to an extra, extra special of uh, Dealer's Choice. We've got a lot going on today. Uh, we're a bit delayed in this, but we're going to be doing our 2020 hindsight, look back at our top 10 movies and then a couple of TV shows from that year. And we're going to bundle it all together by doing the second annual DCCAs or Dealer's Choice Choice Awards for those not in the know. And uh, so it's going to be a big episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, as always, I'm joined by my colleagues, Zach and Alex. Hello. Whoa. Hello. Hello. Yeah. How's everyone doing? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Thanks. Um, I'll respond to your question, Morgan. Uh, good. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you guys are good. Now, um, so uh, this I didn't say that I was good, but I am. Yeah. So continue. We didn't need to know that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is kind of like our look back and then we're doing the awards show. And one thing award shows every award show needs is like a VIP guest or like a bunch of guests, the glitz and the glam, the the, the stars, the celebrities. So uh, this week we are joined by uh, our version of that. Uh, Dom, hello. Hello. How are you doing? I um, I will be performing a musical <laughs> <laughs> piece uh, in the middle of the show. I hope it's this not is... too political. <laughs> be unbearably political. As, as Dom takes off the blonde wig and hurriedly scrapes the makeup off his face. Like, no, no, I, I promise. <laughs> but it will also be uh, spectacularly niche. Oh, um, I'm going to yes. zero in on the politics of Nicaragua this year. Oh, of course. And, yes. uh, so good. I have to ask, though, because, you know, you're the celebrity and that's what I, what, what, what are you wearing tonight? Tonight, I am wearing a T-shirt that I had printed myself uh, because oh, merchandise fact. was not available. <laughs> is, it, is it because not enough people knew where you were from? Correct. Okay. No, I'm not, not going to say what's, what's going on with it, but... Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually wearing a suit that's lined with offcuts from the new Bond film. Oh. I did wonder. Yeah. I did wonder. I'm actually wearing a suit with, that's lined with offcuts. So <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. And I'm just in a tux. Uh, <laughs> see, see, I, see, I told the truth there. I, did, I didn't realize we were doing a bit. So suddenly. Just, it's all right. It's all right. Alex, Alex isn't even wearing a tux. He's just wearing a shirt with a tux printed on it. So It's sad, but it's true. Yeah. Uh, and I don't I, know why, because you can buy those. But see, I'm sorry to break the illusion. No, it's no. not true. <laughs> I feel ah. like I should have been warned that we were going into a bit. Because now I've revealed that I sometimes order T-shirts <laughs> and a custom merchandise <laughs> from obscure <laughs> British sketch programs. <laughs> I was going to say that Alex Alex really got Morgan there because it's not actually a shirt. He's painted that tux on. <laughs> so really, you've been double fooled. Mm. <laughs> Un- unraverable. Uh. <laughs> yeah. The best part is that like we were doing a bit and Dom was just talking about his real life, but it fit perfectly oh, into the video. So it was so good. seamless. Thank you. <laughs> just like that painted shirt. That's correct. <laughs> That's very clever. I don't know if we're pun. Man. We were gonna. We almost breezed past it, but new, new category: pun of the year awards. <laughs> See, Zach, this is what this podcast is for. I set you up, and then you just come out with the zingers. All right, this is all fun and games, but this is actually a very serious episode. Because we're going to be taking a look back at 2020, which is a year people don't really want to look back on. Mm. But we're going to look back at some of the high points, which is the content. Mm. So last year, we did a similar thing with uh, 2019. We looked at that. We did our kind of top 10 movies. Mm -hmm. So we've kind of done that. I don't think any of us have really ranked them. We've just kind of put them on a list. I have, but you guys haven't, so that's fine. (laughs) Um, Alex this tells you a lot. I am interested <laughs> to know the criteria for, me, for ranking movies. My, my How enjoyment, many shirts <laughs> just like in general, because I understand like within a genre, right? Like you can compare two movies that are pretty similar, but yeah. this is the eternal debate about films. How do you compare two films that are different? Well, yeah, like Die Hard is infinitely better than Alien. I well, I 
I don't know how about you guys do it, but I like to like see who's paying me more to speak better things about it. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a very good way to figure out if a movie's I, good or not. I'm similar, but I do the who's paying me more to speak bad things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a better solution. It's a better system. It's a better Because you get multiple people because paying you. Because then they to... go, why are you doing this? Well, if you paid me much, I would be doing this <laughs> to the other people. And they don't even think about, you know, the good stuff. All right, who wants to go first? 2020, what a year. I just have yeah. a fucking mess of a list. I can I can rattle it off. I don't know. I'm always kind of like, does the guest go first? Is I that the honorary? Guest, or does the, the guest, guest go last? Do you save them for like... Mm. Where, I think we proved Dom, that if the guest, Dom go first, he will not get the joke. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also so like... I but I, I also, I need, I'm sorry, I need a few examples. <laughs> but I also <laughs> feel like w- some of our lists are going to be very similar. And then Dom's potentially going to come with a bunch of curveballs. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) See, in a normal year, that would be the case. However, I only saw seven new release movies last Mm, year. So my top ten list is already literally scraping the bottom of the barrel. Interestingly, none of them were released in 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Look, let's look. He has our VIP after all. Mm -hmm. He's uh, he's a special guest. Dom, rattle us through your top ten. I uh, know you've only got seven, so you got to you got to you got you got to get through seven and make should, three up. Or should we should we go first? <laughs> or restructure the titles should we, should we of first? all of them. I think you guys should go first, and so Dunk and I'll bring steal. up anything I haven't covered. Okay, <laughs> you haven't covered. Okay, cool. Well, we'll go okay. in a circle because I literally here. I I went on Wikipedia last night and I looked at every film released in 2020 and like went through which ones did I see and I could only come up with seven. Oh. And then here right, we're like, we've got honourable mentions. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? um, let's go with Alex first because he's the only one who ranked it. So let's make fun of him for a bit. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. That's fine. Can, and I, disagree have, uh, with can I have number six on your list, please? I was going to do the same. Uh, <laughs> See, I'm understanding the getting, format. You're getting in the flow. Yes. It's good. It's good. So number six is... Uh... Why are we doing six <laughs> It's not even halfway. It's not, not even this? five. It's how it's, do you not get this? <laughs> oh right. I how it. have you been thrown off? How I know, was Dom I got slotted it. in? <laughs> number six for me is uh, Eurovision Story of Fire Saga. Okay. That was my number six. No, uh, number really three should have been higher. Number three was Sound of Metal. Okay. Which number? Shall I just go from ten? 10? <laughs> you go from ten. This is really off-putting. Yes, <laughs> I'm. I'm off-putting. Um, I'm off put it indeed. <laughs> so okay, let's go number ten. We'll go uh, to five bloods. Uh, four Vietnam veterans go back to Vietnam. You can just rattle them through. Okay, we'll talk about them later. Uh, I've got the dry, an Australian uh, crime film. How is that rattling through? I'm, I'm giving some pearls. Uh, just mercy, which is uh, okay. We'll come back to it then. Yeah. Uh, Invisible Man, uh, Eurovision, sorry, Fire Saga, Mank, Soul, Sound of Metal. Promising Young Woman and Palm Springs. I only have two of those. With some honourable mentions that I've got. Uh, the Old Guard. Big shout out there. Just a dumb action movie. I thought it was well executed. Okay, actually, I thought the concept was good. Execution, not so much. Yeah. So that's why it's an honourable mention. I thought Shelley's Theron was good. Yep, that's good. Uh, Hamilton, which I was told before this podcast that, that I wasn't allowed, allowed to put it in, put it in the 10. I'll so... just cross it off then. <laughs> <laughs> Because is it a film? Isn't a film? We made an executive decision to make it an honourable mention. Update: oh. I saw six new releases <laughs> last year. Uh, the Gentleman, uh, Extraction, purely for that twenty-minute one take in the middle. Uh, Onward and A Sunburnt Christmas, an Australian Christmas movie that was released on stands. Yeah, the I heard a lot about that. 
So it came out in 2019, but didn't drop in Australia to 2020. That's so correct. It, it is included. Yes. Right, well. we, we, yeah, we've been a bit loose because we're in Australia. There's some movies that we didn't have access to till 2020. It's because, so. it's because water flows the other way around. So similarly, movies take a while to get yeah, to the Yeah, they put the crate in the ocean and, and it takes it a while to, <laughs> down the train to go the long way around. Yeah. And then sometimes if it's delayed like Bond, it's because it's actually came and it was all waterlogged. Yeah, 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 so they had to put another yeah. more waterproof crate in the ocean. And why Morgan's it. wearing the suit because they had to do something with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it's all the waterlogged yeah. cut of Bond. I've I've tried to watch it by piecing it together. But it's all weird movie. Difficult now that it's all digital. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> colour scheme. <laughs> it all seems inverted. I don't understand mm. that. But Alex, did you finish your list? I did. What was number one? Palm Springs. Ah, good choice. Good Truly. choice. Yeah, I really enjoyed Palm Springs. I didn't. I didn't number my list, but Palm Springs is at the top because it was the first one that came to mind that I really enjoyed. Mm. Oh, okay, I can see that. Dom, are you familiar with Palm Springs? It's on my Netflix list. No, it's on Amazon, no. but it's on my Amazon list. No. I don't know. I've no, seen no, it no. come up. I don't. It's definitely on his Netflix. Yet. I love it. I love it. Uh, so, am I going? Yeah, go ahead. I don't. Why yeah. not? Do it. Which ones did you Who's share with me? Who's stopping you? So, I, my list from the top to the bottom. I had News of the World, but that doesn't technically count because it was released in Australia in 2021. It doesn't count. Uh, I've got The Vast of Night, Uncle Frank, Birds of Prey, Invisible Man, Tenant, Wonder Woman 1984, Get Duked, Trial of Chicago 7, St. Maud, Palm Springs, Emma, Godzilla King of Monsters, Color Out of Space. That seems like a long list. It's a long list. Uh, also, I didn't think why I watched is Wonder Woman on there? Yeah. It's an honorable mention, Okay, but it's not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> In the same way that The Old Guard was the old on guard my is honorable mention. mention but but, you, see, but okay. you see how I split it up? Where I had my tan, Morgan, and what then was I your went, list? <laughs> mention. Where's the Where's the decorum, guys? We're gonna We gotta. This is helping our listeners. Mm. So uh, my top ten uh, had a. I think it shared a lot of similar similarities with you guys. A couple that wasn't mentioned, mm. but uh, mm. this is my top ten. So definitely, uh, Tenant, mm. The Gentleman, Onward, uh, Extraction, The Dry, Soul, Eurovision, Promising Young Woman. I knew you guys would have Palm Zeke, Springs. Yeah. And then uh, one that I don't know, uh, The King of Staten Island, which is uh, ah. Pete Davidson's movie. with uh, It has uh, Bill Burr in it. And it has uh, Rico from Hannah Montana in it. And he's got a lot of tattoos. Uh, <laughs> that movie was, uh, I know Alana and I talked about it. And she loved it because it was just a surprise. Mm. It was like, oh, let's check out this Pete Davidson movie. And then just out of nowhere, we're like, we both really enjoyed that. Mm. Very heartfelt. It's kind of similar. I don't know if anyone's familiar with David uh, with uh, his life story his father yes. was a firefighter who died in 9-11 mm. and it kind of has elements of that that he's pulled into this movie as well okay. okay so yeah um very very fun movie definitely worth checking out especially if you're a fan of pete davidson i know he's a very divisive character sometimes he can be but uh, uh I, i'm not what else has he done i mean snl he's a comedian on snl and uh he's in <laughs> okay. he's gonna be in the uh new suicide squad movie okay i don't know <laughs> And I he, don't know that these are recommendations. He, and for he me. dated uh, Ariana Grande. Oh, okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's dating um, some older actress. I forget her name. Yeah, the name escapes me. Uh, but yeah, so now <laughs> onto my honourable mentions: uh, Birds of Prey, mm. uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Kimmy versus the Reverend, which was a Netflix choose your own adventure special. Mm. Um, Enola Holmes, another Netflix movie. Death to Twenty Twenty, Netflix. American Murder, The Family Next Door, uh, Netflix mur- murder okay. documentary. David Attenborough, A Life on Our Earth documentary. Mm. Very, very powerful. Uh, Hamilton, of course. The Old Guard and The Invisible Man. 
I thought you had the Invisible Man twice, no? No. Oh, okay. I apologise. Invisible Man was not in my top ten, okay. but it was in my honourable mentions. Yeah. The more I think about it, the... Well, we'll talk about it. <laughs> what, what have you got there, Dom? You've covered everything that I liked <laughs> in 2020. Um, read us your six. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, well, sorry. <laughs> read us your ten, please. <laughs> <laughs> what was number eight? <laughs> uh... <laughs> The only other two movies that I, I would you like to know every every yeah, yeah. let's yeah, go yeah, come yeah, on come okay. on hit us so Hamilton we're we're discounting okay we're we'll let you we'll let you I disagree have it. I like disagree put Hamilton on there put, put Hamilton on there okay I I saw the gentleman saw Eurovision saw I don't know the Holmes saw Emma also saw the Netflix movie Spencer Confidential which I, oh. I I've seen it on fine. Netflix yeah. Yeah. But it has to go on the list. I love it. He's literally not there. He's just like the these are the movies I've seen this yeah. year. <laughs> it's not these are the top ten mentions. of the movies Look, I've seen. I spent this year watching it. old stuff. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Look, when we get to TV shows, I'm sure he's got a lot to say about the X Files. <laughs> Dude, did you watch Sorry, the X Files too? Dom, I love you. I, I'm into season six, but yes. <laughs> yeah, no, no, same. Okay, Fuck go. it. Yes. Yeah. Hey. Why do you care uh, about it? Past the point. There's like a specific exactly, right? thing that yeah. happens to Mulder and Scully, and you're like, who cares? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Let's have a full episode about the X-Files. Yes, I would love to talk to you about the X-Files because damn, there's some gold and dirt in there. <laughs> I do need to bring up though, Bad Boys for Life was released in 2020. Yeah. Was it? I knew it would be there. I knew it would be <laughs> there. How did I not think about this? How did I not see Dan- Bad Boys for Life going on those lists and go, <laughs> oh, of course. Dom <laughs> is only going to talk about Bad Boys for Life. Dom is the bad boy of our network. Thank so you. of course, uh, this would be uh, prominent on his list. Mm. Is that is that true? Do you think you're the bad boy? Like you've said that. Do you think I'm the bad boy of the network? <laughs> Look, uh, having he a says quick that and he scroll, has that like that. that it's over. Sweep and it's goes, down to either you or Zach. So I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're the that. bad boy. That, that hurts, Morgan. Uh, <laughs> I'm not from space. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch it again because on my first viewing, I did not like it very much. <gasps> but but the, they're they're back together. Yeah, you liked the other two, correct? I love the other two. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. yeah. I thought the new one was fine. Were the other two both directed by Michael Bay? Yes. Is this new one directed by Michael Bay? Good question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Do you think that man has just turned into sort of like an algorithm that they plug into a, sp- yeah. a script? And they I go, don't think the new one's Michael Bay. I, I it could so. be wrong. Is it, it the guy that did the Ninja like Turtles him. movie? I don't know. Who did the Ninja Turtles movie? Well, it was going to be Michael Bay, but then someone else stepped in and it's, took it off him. Uh, but it's like t- two directors, Adil El Arbi and... Bilal Fala. So, so I, I think they were trying to do. Know that? I feel like I knew that, but I, I don't know. <laughs> it was the, the movie. I saw very early on to what happened, has happened since. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember it as being not quite right. Wait, what are we doing? Get through the rest of your list. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that, <laughs> that, was my, that was yeah, my list. Was that was the entirety oh. of my list. Sorry. Bad Boys for Life. Bad Boys for Life is the only. Con- the only reasonable contribution I okay. have to make. It's also a very controversial choice. <laughs> I didn't even like it very much. Morgan, you're going to be real mad when it wins. <laughs> when it wins the pick. Is there anything that we've mentioned that anyone would like to talk a bit There's more a about? There's a couple. There's yeah. a couple in my mm-hmm. list, but I'll let Alex go first. Oh, no, it's just um, we've talked about Palm Springs. Really, I was going into that film going, oh, it's a Groundhog oh Day movie. Oh, my God. I was like... Am I going to like this? Two parts you know? of it, yeah. Groundhog Day... Already done. Comedy as well. In recent times, every comedy movie that I've seen, I've been like, eh. unless you're like dark comedy, mm. 
it hasn't landed. That's right. And it's like, well, for you especially. And then, because um, you love that black humor. Yeah, to be maybe. fair, like, though, like, but this- TV shows comedy wise, Brooklyn Nine Nine is a powerhouse at the moment. Mm. And Andy Samberg, very, I do enjoy that comedy. And he, he kind of does carry it over a little but bit. But he was this. very different in Palm Springs. And I feel like he nailed it. Like, every, like, he has to be quite nihilistic in that movie. And I think he delivers that nihilism in such a funny way. And it, it, oh, it was good. I, I really wasn't enjoyed expecting it. to enjoy myself as much as I did mm. watching Palm mm. Springs. Mm. And so I was like, oh, this is actually yeah. a really good time. And then I won't shut up about the film to anyone that <laughs> and will listen. I really liked it too, yeah. Another thing I've heard about, like, and I feel the same way about Palm Springs, is like a lot of people I've spoken to have come out at like with a really high appreciation of uh, Kristen Melotti. Yeah. And everyone's like, man, she should do more. Like, she really she's impressed me in so that movie. Good. They they get along very, very well. Yeah. And she's awesome. Oh, my God. And especially like... There's, there's like a really, they handle characters so well in that movie, and and mm. I like that's something I like to talk about because I don't see it or I don't I I like noticing it because I feel like it's not very prominent, is to make character through script and situation in, and they do that in this movie so well because everyone reacts to the situation differently, and you can see their character in how they react to the situation. Yeah, but what's interesting is that the film doesn't make us enter the world through. Yes. Andy Sandberg's I didn't situation. expect that. I didn't expect that at I all. I really like the idea of coming in halfway and That's seeing right. this person who's just like perfected the day. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the hell? What's that going on here? That was not something that was explained, that, that I got from any of the trailers, from anyone talking about it. And it's something I wish I'd known because it actually makes it so interesting. Mm. Because about halfway through the movie, I was like, but how did he get... How did... Like, I was genuinely curious because at the start, I was like, I don't give a shit. But because you're in there and after a while, it, a lot of his backstory is quite vague. You start to... Yeah, it's good. Mm. It's good. Have we sold you, Dom? You're going to go I, watch it? It's an easy yes, movie Yes, it's to already watch, on right? my Amazon list. Uh, <laughs> correct. <laughs> Amazon. I, do, do they do a free trial? Are you going to need to get a free trial to watch that? No, I've got Amazon. Oh, I just haven't watched yes, it. Baby, yet. baby. <laughs> i got a couple from the Amazon. I think Amazon have done quite well with movies um, that, I, that I'd like to... Sorry. Mm. You're, you're oh, a, no, just um, quite a lot of the Oscar Beatty films or the Oscar f- films that yeah, people think will be nominated for Best Picture, they're very heavy. Mm. So why I particularly like Palm Springs is mm. it's not overly heavy. Like, I've got some on my list, like The Five Bloods, uh, Sound of Metal. Even Soul is a heavy, yeah. it's heavy animated, concept, yeah. you know, heavy concept. Um, we can't even have Pixar for a moment of joy. <laughs> uh- <laughs> it's, it's a problem with Pixar. They're, they're not satisfied in making stories for kids anymore so they, they, they just love the high concept yeah they, mm. they're desperate to make stuff new and creative and challenging but it kind of means that like if a kid's watching soul they'll be like i like the colors and the but i'm a kid <laughs> i don't need to i don't need to think about this let's please. talk I'm, about death yeah, I'm yeah. A ki- it's like i'm a kid and i think i'm experiencing it's existential, existential dread. dread yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh so i have to look out into the void today okay <laughs> thank you pixar i look into the void every day yeah maybe. i was reading Something there was some kid and he'd watch Soul uh, with his he's he was five and he was mm. watching it with his dad. Oh, I've heard this as well. And uh, they show the place where the personalities, you know, they're floating mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, "Oh, I remember that place." To his dad, <laughs> and the dad was like, "What?" <laughs> Does the kids do that all the fucking time? Like, <laughs> kids are low key scary as fuck. <laughs> but the funny thing was is that the kid saw it in a trailer for yeah. the film, yeah, that's and that's what why I mean. he said, "Oh, I recognize it." But the dad was spinning there out, are, going, "There are like 50, 50 reasons why a kid will say something like that, and it's not like, oh yes, but he's a spirit demon. <laughs> he's come from the quiet place." <laughs> I thought it was charming, Zach, and that's why I told it in the podcast and. 
there we go. Yeah, but you don't have charm. Um, I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> Just all I want to say about The Sound of Metal, it is a heavy film, but the way they handle sound design, because we go, it's... When I go Sound of Metal, I'm not very much into metal music. Um, you don't you don't look at me and go, oh, yeah, this guy's into metal music. Um, no, but we... I also don't look at you and go, supporter, but you know. But then again, I am. Um, although I shouldn't publicly proclaim that in, at, at this time. Uh, <laughs> Might have to bleep that one. <laughs> <laughs> um... That's for another podcast. Uh, what's I saying? How they handle sound, how they handle him going deaf, how because we experience that sound journey with him, so we hear what he would hear as he's going deaf, and then when he gets the cochlear implant later on in the film, how we hear through the cochlear implant, and it's not the same quite what mm. we expect. So they play with sound really well, and I really like that. That movie hit you quite hard. I, th- I think. That's probably going to be in your nominations for best. I think so. It was you, quite you, good. You've talked about it quite a lot since you've seen it. Yes. Which is not, Usually, <laughs> not a regular I mean, thing for anyone, I don't think. I nah. think if, if it sticks with you for more than maybe a month, that's a movie. Yes. That's an impact. And movie. another one that stuck with me was Promising Young Woman. Mm. I you think I mentioned that. this last week mm-hmm. on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Really good film. Really strong. Um, yeah. I have you since see seen that. it. And yes. it is very yeah, yeah. powerful. Very powerful. And an ending that... I didn't expect. Yes, the ending was, yeah. I didn't know that was a period piece. I didn't know that it was set in the past. I I thought it was... Yeah, um, well... But especially for the content, like, I think it's an interesting conversation to have because I think a lot of people believe that, I don't know, current uh, woke ideology or, or how people view the world is how we've always viewed the world and they don't think that there's been a lot of change. But you go to 10 years ago, just 10 years ago, and the mm. world is incredibly different. Mm. Um, so that's an interesting movie for that. For just just to, to base it not that far in the past and go, this is how different it was. Yes, but it's still reflexive. It's still relevant, of, yes. Yeah, today. Yeah. Um, just I'll run down the list. Soul was dark as fuck, but I didn't <laughs> mind it. Mank was, I love Citizen Kane, so it was about the making of Citizen Kane. So let's go that Eurovision, just banger after banger. Eurovision was amazing. <laughs> I want to talk about that. that. That movie was much better than it had any right to be, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, That's kind much. of a fantastic description for Eurovision, though. Mm. Well, yeah, and, and, and I mean, it definitely scratched the itch of not having Eurovision mm. this yes. year, right? Yes. Like, I, I, I really... It's a weird addiction Australia seems to have. Right? I, there's... There's far too you, there's you far don't, too many people. I don't I'm, I don't subscribe to the Eurovision, no, but thing. the three of us do, don't yeah. we? Yeah. But it's it's absolutely <laughs> something I completely understand. I, mm. I, it it is a spectacle that doesn't you don't get that anywhere else, um, which is completely um, amazing that that exists and it's that popular. Mm. Love that. I will just say that we've we're robbed twice. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dammy M and then Kate Miller Hydekeek. Like, come on, she was up on a pole singing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just let I that mean, thought fester. Zero arguments from uh, anyone yeah. in this room. <laughs> Invisible Man, I forgot that that came out in 2020. Mm. But it was, it was really, impactful. I thought it was impactful. Yeah. I quite enjoyed its take mm. and trying to make it about modern issues. Mm-hmm. Or, well, mm-hmm. issues that are in the modern consciousness. Yeah, like modern invisibility technology. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that's exactly what I was referring to. <laughs> Just Mercy, I thought that was the strongest sort of courtroom 
drama that we had. I'm That's a bit of a sucker. The death row. Yes, death with, row. Um, um, Jordan Michael B. Jordan. Yes. Yeah. As the lawyer there, yeah. I like Trial of the Chicago Seven, mm. but I thought it was a bit too Trial slick. Chica- yes. No. Trial of the Chicago Seven is interesting from a history standpoint. I don't know how good it is as a movie. I like the performances. I like the and writing. It's amazing to go back and read the court transcript and go, oh, they didn't change that. Mm. <laughs> Fantastic, but. But yes, Just Mercy just hit a little yeah. bit harder for me. The dry, it is nice to see oh, an Australian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the dry, it's nice to see an Australian film in the top 10 actually do well. Like sometimes there is that sort of cringe factor that you have with Australian film. Yeah, we don't have a proper understanding a lot of the time. Yeah, that's but right. when we nail it, it's mm. great. It's great to see. And it's probably the best literary adaption that I've seen in quite some time. Loved the book. And the film was very close it's to the been book. A fantastic, um, like spring up of literary adaptation. Like I think that I, I personally think for a while people lost an understanding of how to adapt a work, mm. and it seems to be part of the culture now to go. All right, look at the core of it. Don't try to just make it because you can't perfectly adapt it and have it be good. So you yeah. just need to look at the core of the story, the heart of the story. How can we make that into a movie? Yeah, like they did with Artemis Fowl. Exactly. <sighs> I hated it with a passion. <laughs> Why isn't um, that on my list? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable mentions, the most hate. <laughs> uh, I think I've talked about The Five Bloods. It's another film that comments on today's racism by looking back through a lens of African American veterans in Vietnam. So it's this interesting, it's really quite, yeah, interesting. Sunburnt Christmas, another Aussie film. Uh, Christmas film? So I was like, mm, okay, let's try this out. Surprisingly heartwarming. Uh, onward, the other Pixar film that did well, a nice brotherly connection, but, you know, made me think of my own brother, but you know, Bad Education, Hugh Jackman did really well, he was a really strong performance, the rest of the film perhaps not as good, Extraction, 20 minute, one take, Gentleman, I liked Gentleman, but perhaps I've it sort of waned on me as the months have gone on, Hamilton was just phenomenal, Amazing. it would be right up there, it was at number two before you told me I couldn't have it in the list anymore. Yeah, why, I didn't, I didn't realise did, at the why time that it was... we disqualified if everyone loved it? I don't know. I didn't realise when I said that that it was also like on my list. <laughs> <laughs> so I moved it down to honourable mentions. Well, it was, it's allowed to be... It's allowed to compete in the Golden Globes, but it's not allowed to compete in the Oscars. Interesting. So, yeah. why, so, is, so why isn't it allowed in here? We're <laughs> bottom of the barrel. <laughs> we should be letting everything in. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. And so, yes, if you haven't seen Hamilton... I was not familiar with any text or history going into it, and I loved it. That's me done. That's that's a good... Okay, so the things that you talked... We talked about Trial of the Chicago 7, Palm Springs, Invisible Man. Birds of Prey is on there. Birds of Prey, like... Fun. I, yeah, I actually fun. thought that was a fun action movie, and I haven't. I, I really liked people taking things from John Wick and putting them in it, because like, the more John Wick action we have, the better. And I think Birds of Prey really nailed its fight choreography. Like mm. I, I I think I watched it again recently going, oh, that fight scene's really high energy, really well done, and every person involved, it's You and McGregor can do no wrong yeah. oh, in my no. eyes. No. Well, <laughs> until he gets cancelled, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Don't you say that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got two kind of horror movies that I want to talk about. Colour Out of Space is uh, one of the, pr- probably the best Lovecraftian book adaptation i've seen because it's it, it people it's really hard to do lovecraftian movies and get it okay it's not a great movie but it's got good nick cage it's got real good nick cage in it uh and some insane horror like 
there is some fucked up shit in this movie. Um, that in the the way the movie plays it out, you go, oh yeah, that's a bit, and then you like think about it, you go, that's so horrific. Anyway, if you if you like horror movies, try and find it. I'd say. Um, then you've got the Vast of Night, and this is one that came out on Prime, and I watched alone, and I watched it, and it was probably one of the most engrossing movies I watched th- this year. Genuinely, you've got Prime now. I would say, <laughs> I would say go watch it. It's done by it's very very low budget, very small group of filmmakers, and it's such a enthralling environment. It's set in like a small town in America in the fifties, uh, and it's about aliens. But it's from a time before anyone knew what the fuck aliens were, before there was any concept of abductions. So, uh, it's about these two kids who all this weird stuff is happening in the town on one night. Everyone's at a basketball game except for them. One of them is running a radio uh, station, so he's on stand at the radio. One of them is actually running the call center, so she's she's just there to connect people through. Everyone else is out at the big game or at home, and all this stuff is happening, and they're just trying to figure out what the hell is happening. And it's awesome. It's awesome. It's mainly these two young actors, uh, and there's like maybe four other people, but it's just so engrossing, and you sit there, and there are some scenes that go for so long, and they just hold, and they're just this one camera angle zooming in, zooming out, and it's just great. It's a really, really fun time. It, yeah, it's an exciting thing to watch. I would actually recommend all of you go watch it if you have the time. Uh, so that's my horrors, whatever. Um, there's a movie called Get Duked, which I want to talk about because it's super exciting and it's super fun. And it's the kind of movie, if we were all 16 and we'd sat down and watched this, we'd be so fucking pumped to watch that goddamn <laughs> movie. It's about these kids who go on this uh, Duke of Edinburgh challenge, which is you go out hiking or you go orienteering out in the country uh, to get a badge to say that you're no longer a delinquent. So the three kids, there's three kids who are just like uber fuck ups mm-hmm. and one kid who has no friends and is a complete outcast and they go out there and then they find out that the Duke of Edinburgh is actually a setup for very rich people to hunt and kill young delinquents. And it's awesome. It's a very fun, fun movie and they get very high on drugs at certain points. It's just great. It's a good that time. It's really fun. good. It I really recommend good. it. It's very fun. Um, Uncle Frank. Uncle Frank, I think back. Uncle Frank... I think we I talked about it, but it's just a period piece. I think it's also a book adaptation, uh, just about a young girl and her uncle and her finding out that he's gay, going to visit him in New York, and then there, his dad, her grandpa, passes, and they they travel back to Alabama, and it's like it's yeah, very much dealing with that in a time where it wasn't very much accepted. And Scott, who plays the Vision? Paul Bettany, Paul Bettany yeah. as Uncle Frank, uh, and him and his partner and the young girl, fantastic. I really liked it. It's a very, very feel good, but I liked the feel good in it. Mm. It was nice. We all need a bit of feel good. Yeah. So time. especially that it's like super, super heavy time coming out of the Oscars. Go watch Uncle Frank. It, it, there's some heavy stuff in there, but at the end, it's like quite a nice time. Tenant, which do you? I'll wait until Morgan talks about until we talk about Tenant because I like Tenant a lot, but it's come around. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Trial of the Show. St. Maud came out, which that's, I think, I'm the only person on the fucking planet who will give a shit about St. Maud, so let's not talk about that. <laughs> Emma. Emma was great. <laughs> Emma was super, super good. I had such a good time with Emma. Emma is a Jane Austen book adapted, and it is so fun and so delightful. And there is something about that, like, Edwardian era uh england upper class people talking to each other that i fucking love and i can't get enough of and i because all they've got such this eloquence in their speech but it's all designed to just uh 
hide their intentions. So you get like this little, if they make a joke, you get this thrill working out what the joke was and then you get a thrill going, oh, I'm clever because I figured out what they were talking about and I figured out why they're saying it. And it's it's a great, it's a great little performance. It's got some good drama. It's got some very funny jokes. Bill uh, Bill Nighy's in there as this doddering old man and he's awesome. I love him so much. He's and awesome. an Australian writer Fuck too. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So. so good. So good. Go watch it. I think that's also on Prime. So just go watch it. It's two hours. So it's a bit of a slog, but fun time. <laughs> a whole two hours. I now for so. my top of the list. Godzilla King of Monsters. <laughs> Which didn't come out in 2020. You just happened to watch it in 2020. But we didn't... Yes, but we didn't talk about this at all in 2019. And it's fucking good. Well, I think we not. touched on it. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> all right, whatever. That's my list. <laughs> um, yeah, I have nothing to too much to add. Eurovision, if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. It's becoming an annual watch for me around Eurovision time. Like, it's very good. And the front runner, in my mind, for best original song, Rusevik. Yeah. Oof, so if powerful. It's, if it's um, not for you... That's okay. It's not for me also. <laughs> uh, Palm Springs, check it out. Definitely worth checking out. Um, yeah, I guess the only thing we haven't really touched on uh, is Tenant. Um, I loved Tenant when I first saw it. There I've are a now, lot of people who are coming out going, nah, this is stupid. I have now seen it twice. Mm. And uh, I will say, like, it was great in cinema. And mm. then, like, at home, I think I, I, it, I lost me a little bit at times. I, was on my, I found myself on my phone a bit. But, like, I still think it's a good movie and I still really enjoyed it. Yeah, I know. I I like it, and I I'm like, people are like, oh, it outclasses a lot of the trash that's out there. I know, yeah, it's like at least he's trying something, and like I understand, like we praise, or like we we talk about Pixar being like, oh, it's not for kids. They're trying all this high concept concept stuff, and we praise it yeah. when an animated oh comes. But then when like Chris Nolan keeps doing it, it's like, why do you keep doing it? It's like, well, it, it's what he does. No one else is trying the shit that he's trying, and that doesn't excuse like a bad movie. But fuck. I so think, okay, yeah. is, is Tenet worth a watch? Because I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Because I kind of just had the feeling of like, oh look, it's Christopher Nolan doing another timey wimey thing. Like, <laughs> I like, I, I enjoy the world it presents. I don't know. I I really like some of the action scenes. I thought the action scenes were awesome. Yeah, okay. I think yeah. personally, I think they're the best action scenes I've seen in his movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just had a lot of fun with them. I didn't have a lot of trouble just getting involved with the theme, but like thinking back on it. There's a lot of stuff that you just kind of have to go, okay. Yeah, okay. And I really, really wish he'd let go of realistic sound. I don't like that at His all. His sound mixing is always... I fucking hate it. Mm, I, the, I would the least adore a, quali- a quality improvement and be, a- be able to actually understand because yeah. you're watching a movie and a story. Like, But uh, I will say, Robert Patterson does an amazing performance in Tenet. And, I love Robert Patterson. Uh, what's his name? Washington? Uh um, John John uh, Washington Yeah, no, yeah. John, John David John David, John David Washington. Washington Denzel Washington's son Such a good action star In that goddamn movie I loved watching him do shit Prefer him in Black Klansman But that's fine No he doesn't do as much In Black Klansman I don't know He just talks But then again I didn't like Tenet too much either So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's because you're not a tenant <sighs> That's a burn I think Yeah <laughs> um, Yeah I don't know I don't know Dom I sort of enjoyed You can admire the craft mm-hmm. of a Nolan film. I just didn't think it sort of gelled together mm. as well as he would like it to have gelled. I think like Nolan's highs are so high mm. that like if he delivers something that's just fine, then yes. it feels you're disappointed. <laughs> Disappointing. Yeah. 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 Yes. I you. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I didn't have much to say. But I just enjoyed <laughs> it, and that's why it's on my list. 
Um, and it's like with a year, there's not a lot of movies. It's a big movie. And I think maybe that also is why it worked not in its favor mm. is I think a lot of people went and watched it. Mm. Whereas mm. maybe if there were more movies to choose from, some people might've seen the trailer and been like, nah, mm. but instead they were like, I've got no other option. And they went and hated it and then made that hate very, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that worked against it. Who's to say? Um, unless anyone, we want to move on to I think, oh, I think the on. only thing that yes. we haven't really spoken about it's was bad boys. <laughs> bad boys. I'd like to t- read. No, um, was I, Anol Holmes was another one that I thought was was better than I expected it to be. Mm. Mm. I quite liked that. It minute. was fun. It was for fine. Mm. I yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I just there was. I wish. I, I wish I'd got more of like the Mycroft and Sherlock stuff, and I then really a couple liked of other that things. It didn't touch on them much. Like I, I really liked that because. I, the one thing I didn't want was like, oh, great, another Sherlock Holmes thing. Yeah, uh, yeah I, so I, I, get that. I just love Sherlock so much. That's so like, yeah, I'd love it. I'd love a bit more of like, because like Henry Cavill as Sherlock is an interesting choice. Oh, I would like to see him stretch his wings a bit in that role. That would be cool. I feel like that's far more the appeal of Henry Cavill. That, I get that a lot. For anything he does, I just like, I like seeing Henry Cavill on screen. I think he's a fantastic, mm. charismatic person. Mm. I, I think as a, as a, a universe that this telling of that story is an interesting one to explore. And mm. I would like to see more like standalone Henry Cavill, Sherlock mm. movies for sure. But also I do like the whole Enola Holmes thing, which yes. is an adaptation mm. from a book. And I don't know if there were more of them. I think there, there are. It seems like the kind of thing that could be a series of books. Mm. Yeah. Like a, like, Oh, Sherlock's Sherlock Holmes is a bit too old. Let's make like a kid's mm. version. Seems I'd keep watching them. Hmm. It's interesting. The fourth wall breaks uh, a lot in this in that film. Oh, yeah, so that that's was. the one I forgot. About, which was like, I watched that, and the first one comes up, and I'm like, "Wow, someone's been watching Fleabag." <laughs> <laughs> Same director. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yes. It's like, wow, you had one gimmick and you ran with it. it I feel, I found it worked a lot better in Fleabag personally. Yes. <laughs> And Millie Bobby Brown was quite good. She was also in Godzilla, King of Monsters. <laughs> I know. Stop I know, bringing man. it back. Yeah. No. She was great. <laughs> when she ran out and grabbed the doohickey, it was like, press the button. <laughs> and everything went, hurrah. <laughs> Love that. Good um, scene. Good scene. We all know 2020 was a rough year and we all watched a lot of television in 2020 mm-hmm. as well. So it's time yes. to look at television. I've Some of my shows, uh, they did come out prior, but they had a new season. Yes. This year, and I focus so on the wanna, season. But we're do we want to take five minutes and then come back? Because there's going to be a lot of talk about television. I feel there's a lot to cover. What do you want to break? Is that what you're well, saying? Well, I feel like maybe. <laughs> I I just remember last time we tried to sit down and do something like this that went on for like an hour and a half. We were so. Fucked. I mean, I don't have a lot to talk about. Okay, fair I just want to talk about the shows and say go watch them. Oh, okay, okay. Man, that was almost the most spectacular throw to break I've ever <laughs> witnessed. <laughs> you imagine if they did that on TV shows? Oh. All the action just stops. Oh. And like the lead actor goes, guys, I'm just not feeling it. Can we throw to commercial? Hey, thank you for saying that I'm the lead. <laughs> no, but you can see that on Mrs. Brown's Boys. That would 100% That's be that would Mrs. 100% Brown's Boys. Yeah. Work on Mrs. Brown's uh. Boys. <laughs> I never thought we'd talk about that on this podcast. It's such no, a good show. We have. It's, it's one of the most delightful shows I've ever seen in my life. And I don't generally go for that. Is stuff. it on your... Uh, Top or your honorable mentions for TV for twenty. I didn't get to see what Damn. what he put out this year, so or what they put out. What this a year. shame! Yeah, mm. no, I I saw my parents were watching it. Did the special come the, out this year? Yeah, yeah. nice. It was something going yeah. on. Yeah. So hold on, we didn't do top ten for television. No, it's just like oh, because I did. I just put TV shows. 
I just did TV shows that I watched that I wanted to mention and talk about and say, go watch this. Oh, I see. But okay. please, Alex. No, no, that's fine. I just obviously over-prepared <laughs> for me, this podcast. Tell me your top 10 TV shows. So I shows had Castlevania. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's your name. Uh, anyway. Um, I had Castlevania. Zach will be had, anime, uh, anime, period piece, anime, horror, period piece. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> Surprisingly, no. Oh. Um... Yeah, no, very interesting. I would have picked that for me too. I've <laughs> only got one anime on Did here. Did anyone watch anything that wasn't Bridgerton this year though? I didn't yeah, watch Bridgerton. I, I watched a lot. Bridgerton was good though. Bridgerton was great. Bridgerton it was, was good. hot. Bridgerton it, was sexy as fuck. It has. It, it was like interesting. That. Unbelievably sexy. It was so sexy. <laughs> you didn't like the sex scenes? I thought no, the no, sex I didn't scenes mind the sex scenes. There was just one sex scene that I'm thinking of in particular. Th- there are bits of that show where I forgot what website I was on. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I was just, while we're on it, there's a show, I didn't watch Bridgerton, but a show that I watched that felt kind of similar to Moitope, but is, I don't know, more my vibe was The Great with Elle Fanning, which is a stand show mm. that I quite enjoy, and I watch a lot of that this year, so that's one worth mentioning as well, which, uh, I don't know, if you like Bridgerton, I like the you'll great. probably like mm. The Great. I, I know I had trouble describing it to you in the past, but like mm. if you like Bridgerton, you'll probably like The Great. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. And I think I may have uh, misspoke earlier when I said that Emma had an Australian writer. Come to think of it, I think the Australian writer is in The Great, not in Emma. Oh, okay. uh, so okay. I'm just self-correcting mm. for the audience. Mm. It's like, no, they're not. <laughs> I don't know if anyone listens to us writing, with that amount of Stop writing your emails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. right. No, Undo don't stop. Send. Please email us. We don't get anything. Email. <laughs> Um, All right, Alex, come on. TV shows you watch this. Come on, hear me. Oh, no. Okay. So just some honorable mentions before I get into my 10. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Staged, which is Michael Sheen and David Tennant. They're in lockdown. It's all as if they're in Zoom communicating with each other. An episode of that. Very funny. Very good. Some really good guest stars, too. Mm. The second season has just dropped on iView. I'm going to be watching that. Um, do, 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 do. The Clone Wars, big shout out I was on a big Star Wars binge Particularly yeah, through Lockdown 1 uh, The last season Particularly, it started off great Middle section, not so great End third, just phenomenal um, Lego Masters We'll just get that out of the way It's the charmingest most charming. Coming back soon Yeah, it's it's the most charming show on television in, To my mind Dez, another David Tennant uh, serial killer film that isn't, oh, sorry, show that isn't gratuitous. Mm. Uh, you have this sense of dread without being hammy, and there's no sort of recreations, which I liked. It was a different way. Sex Education as well. That's another one where I was like, what what platform am I watching it on? <laughs> um, I learned a lot, which was good. Uh that was a joke, and nobody <laughs> laughed, and that really hurt me. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest, I stopped listening. To <laughs> I was listening. I just wanted to let it hang. Uh, that's, that, that hurts. I thought it was just him being openly honest. <laughs> okay, okay. That was the joke. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'll just run through quickly some of the others. Big Mouth, uh, Season yeah. 4, Normal People... Big Mouth Season 4 was the most fucked it's been. It was pretty fucked. It was brutally fucked. But good. But I didn't mind it. Yeah, it was still funny. Uh, Normal People, uh, sort of a bit of a sleeper hit. A lot of people, I think, watched it 
during lockdown, and that's another one. There was a particularly episode four from memory. Mm. It's pretty much all sex. Sexy, sexy time. Um, the Crown, very little sex. Um, oh, but there's implied sex in The Crown. <laughs> 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 yes, they have children, so I presume there's sex somewhere. I'm talking um, about the scene where Prince, uh, Prince Philip is over the Queen's shoulder going, I like your tits. <laughs> Morgan, I'm, Morgan, I'm going to need an MP3 of uh, Zach deep throwing the microphone while he says there's implied sex on the crown. <laughs> I want that to be my ringtone. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, I'm not okay with this. A little indie Netflix show that I, didn't I really that. liked. I was, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, you do you. Uh, MasterChef Junior... Rivaling Lego Masters for the most charming show. It got me through lockdown. That was a rough part of the year because everything had ended, but we Mm -hmm. were still in lockdown. I was like, oh no. And then Master Chef Junior came along. You're like, oh, it's the light in my life. Uh... I'm taking notes. Master Chef Junior (laughs) must watch. (laughs) Offended. Uh, uh, Ozark. Yeah, Shit's Creek. Ozark was great. What we season. do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows. Yeah, that was on my list. Holy shit! Talk about a show that fucking destroyed it. Season oh. two, like season one was good, but season, season two, two was on fire, leagues ahead. I was pissed. There's a scene where they're like, I can't remember what the fuck is going on, but they're coming back from something, and 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 <laughs> two of the vampires just like standing there. One of them's flounced off to bed. They just turn to each other, and go, "Are you still erect?" Yes. <laughs> the whole like <laughs> Jackie Daytona episode. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> Jackie Daytona! The, the way they just take it so serious, everything they say is amazing. And Mark Hamill gets oh, starring as a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and his whole arc in that episode is yes. awesome. They love netball. They just <laughs> get behind netball so hard. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm so glad, like, because it's like it's such a good movie. And the first season came out, I'm like, okay, I think they understand what was good about it, and they're carrying. Mm. And then this season is like they've clicked, they've got their own thing, but that's still in the spirit, yes. and they're nailing it. And There's it, so mm, much legs good. to this concept, and they just keep going. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it would Fuck. be remiss of any conversation on television in 2020 not to talk about the Mandalorian. Yeah, that's uh, fair. Which was there? That's fair. Um, it had a lot, like a lot of people watched it. Do it had you a massive think effect. you got a lot more out of it because by the time it came out, you'd finished watching? Clone oh, Wars. Yes. Yeah. oh yes, oh mm. yes. Uh, I was, I was now heavily invested. Uh, I got many say, hours <laughs> preparing. Visu- visually, probably the best show I watched this year. It had such so, good yeah. practical design to well, so yeah, much of it. The only thing that would Beautiful. probably rival it for me is the Queen's Gambit, which was the last one on my list. Really? Yeah. Not it the Crown some- itself. The crown was good, but I thought it was probably stronger in earlier seasons than the seasons we got. Um, But yes, The Queen's Gambit, Mm. good show, really good show. I I was recommended it, and they go, oh, it's a show about chess. And Mm. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I was like, like, "Mm, okay, am I actually going to enjoy this? Or is it a show about drugs? Mm, Drugs and chess, drugs and chess. And I was like... Honestly, I was mostly worried that I wouldn't be able to tell her and the kid from Love Actually apart. <laughs> it was a struggle. Dom, that's why they had him a, in a hat. He had a cowboy. Dom, Dom, he's an cowboy. adult now. You know this, right? So is she. They look identical. <laughs> and that now episode that where they live together, that was good. really hard. Um, <laughs> who's doing what? Just, I don't just know. Just to, had to go off who was better at chess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was... Like, mm. su- like, fantastic. And, that was and really good. One of those ones that I did not expect to be no. as good as it was. Very much so. 
And so that's me. I'm done. Oh, okay. Um, I've got quite a lot. I watched a lot of TV this year. Uh, fuck. Um, <laughs> he's looking back and it sounds like he's like, what am I doing yeah. with my life? Uh, I'll talk about uh, a couple of like... Uh, okay, so a couple of the documentary shows. Like, there's one that took the world by fucking storm, which was mm-hmm. Tiger King. Don't know that I can add anything to the discussion of Tiger King. If you've not seen Tiger King, I don't know that it, it, it's like ruined your life not to see it, but it's worth watching. It's fucking fascinating. What's interesting is how they structure that yeah. show. Is it that little by little, mm. you get more and more engrossed. It's like a uh, jigsaw puzzle. It's slowly mm-hmm. taking. It, I think what shape. they did is they took every like f- like crazy fact and they put it on a board and go, okay, this is so insane that we can give it enough. Sp- we can give it forty minutes. Mm. This one fact, we can give this one fact fact forty minutes, which worked out so fucking well. Mm. Um, so that sorry, Dom was going to say something. I think about Tiger King. No. No? Okay, sorry. I, thought I it- was, but I just, <laughs> it's just such a funny transition to throw to me and me not have anything to say. I thought he was going to say something as well, but I'm like, eh, whatever. He'll fight. <laughs> I'll jump in. He'll jump in if he wants to. The thing I thought was like really interesting about the Tiger King especially is that um, I think it and then like the Queen's Gambit and Bridgerton were like the big event yes. television series of yes. this year or of last year. And, and, the thing that was interesting with Tiger King was it was kind of pre-pandemic mm-hmm. and it was just like, I saw someone mention that like, you know, this guy was on everyone's minds. He was the top of the news. You know, he was, he must've been thinking like, oh man, any day now I'm going to get out of here. And then, <laughs> then we all just forgot about it. Yeah. Well, there was also the, the stuff second. about dropped his shit. Yeah. Um, did you see like the limo he had ready towards the end of Trump's presidency? Cause he oh. thought for sure he was going to get a pardon oh, no. from Trump. So they had this limo on standby in a car park near his prison. <laughs> With a uh, makeup artist <laughs> yeah. ready to go. And like if Trump was on his, his pardon spree, at the time we were all watching that. Yeah. yeah. That for sure would yeah. have happened, right? Like Surely. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know that he appeals to the Trump demographic. Yeah, it's interesting but, because he's but you Trump know. likes things that are popular on television. <laughs> <laughs> that I think that's an interesting point to talk about. Okay. Because I don't know that Trump thinks like that. I think Trump thinks like, is this person saying nice things about me specifically? I think that's the Do thing I that care Trump about cares them? about. Yeah. Can they give me anything? Luckily, we're in 2021, and he's not a problem for us currently. We'll see. I don't know. I, I, I wonder <laughs> as if he's... 2024, baby! <laughs> is, is Trump the sort of narcissist, though, that even being president mm. of the United States, he would still want to be associated with the hottest thing on television right now? Like, um, does he still get I mean, if he wants to be off that, he definitely associated be. with the hottest podcast on the uh, internet... That's not us, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Would you have would you, would you have Trump come on and, and, and pitch a movie to watch and you'd all sit down on Yes, I would be very watch it with Donald it Trump. It would probably be Home Alone 2 because he's in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you see this but I came in and it was it was amazing. It's fantastic. It was huge. Who was that supposed to be? That was not Trump. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh that was Christopher Walken. <laughs> no, no. That was, yeah, that was Christopher Walken. No, that was uh fucking Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Good say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what show are you up to, Zach? Uh, yeah. Um, oh, so Night on Earth, which is on Netflix. It's it's kind of like the Blue Planet or Earth. It's just a really, really nice nature documentary. It hasn't got David Tennant. Uh, David Attenborough. I wish I had David Tennant. Um, but it's got a <laughs> it's got very nice nature. So if you if you like, I used to put that on just as like I will go to sleep watching nature documentaries because it's really nice. This is a good one to do that too. 
Because I didn't know you go to sleep for like the gazelle being eaten by the lion. It's pretty peaceful. It's good. <laughs> uh, then there's the last dance, which is like my favorite piece of propaganda that I've seen to this day. It's so good, so well crafted, and and it's also a fantastic insight into the mind of a man who genuinely does not feel guilty for any of the bad shit he's done in his life. It's fantastic. Last Dance is about Michael Jordan's career and his his entire career, so start to finish in his own words. Um, and it's but I felt like he came out of it looking pretty bad though, didn't he? Yeah, which is what is so fascinating about it because he comes out of it looking like an asshole, but he does not talk about any of the shit that would make him look like a sociopath, which is fascinating. So he is okay to be thought of as an asshole as long as people recognize that he was the best in the game. Or was it just that they were like, look, we can't we can't completely uh, save your character, but we can we can push it back from sociopath no, no. to asshole. That's the amount of work we can do. No, this is this is my point. I don't <laughs> think he cares. He's just like, no, you're not talking about this stuff because I don't think I was wrong. This stuff we'll talk about because I'm right. I don't care what I did, I'm right. <laughs> he's he's oh he's so interesting. Um but I, I loved The Last Dance. I thought it was very, very good. Uh, Umbrella Academy Season 2 came out. Yeah, that's on my which list. Which was really... I, I really Solid enjoyed. Season 2. I was like, oh, whatever, I'll put it on. And I started watching it. Every episode came on subsequent. I was like, yeah, I'm more interested. I'm more interested. I like this story. I like it now. It's good. It's good. It's good. I love the cast of characters. So, yeah. Solid set up for a Season 3 as fuck well. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Afterlife. Cube. Afterlife I want to talk about. Because uh, that, at the time, I think that's probably the thing that's had the biggest impact on me in last year. That was the show Ricky Gervais does about he's a small small town journalist and his wife is dead and he's just trying to survive and it is so it's just full on uh, but it is very profound very very good amazing acting by Ricky Gervais I think that guy has an incredible talent and he really is putting it on display and if you haven't watched it I highly recommend that show I think it's one of the best shows from 2020 um, it's definitely definitely up on my list. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll go, because I've been going for a while, so I'll rattle through some honourable mentions. The Boys came out, Fargo came out, Truth Seekers came out, which was a uh, Nick Frost. Yeah, and uh, Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. And it's great, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, by the way. Very strange tone. Great show. Loved it. Good time. It's like a ghost hunting show, isn't it? Paranormal yeah, yeah. Show, yeah, yeah. Fascinating. Um, yeah. I really wanted to watch that, and then you it should, came out. And you would love forgot about <laughs> it. You would bloody <laughs> love that show. Truth Seekers <laughs> is right up your alley. Uh, Devs came out, which is a show that, uh, like, we're a big fan of. The guy who, who did... Um, what was that? Oh, no. I'm, 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 uh, Alex Garland. Mm. Alex Garland, he's done a TV show. So it's all that same like sci-fi high concept stuff, except the show is too long. So it doesn't... I don't think it nails it as much as these movies do. That's fine. Um, something else. Bly Manor came out, which we've talked about. So Bly Manor's fantastic. To death. And something close to my heart. Auntie Donna's Big Old House also of Fun came out. <laughs> Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun was one of my favorite shows of 2020. It's very good. But damn, is that niche. <laughs> <laughs> it if, was... Uh, you know what, though? I learned that it wasn't as niche as I no, thought it was. No, no. Uh, if you like comedy bang bang, you will really like Auntie Donna's Big Hot House of Fun. But if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, probably don't. See, I, I love Auntie Donna's Big Hot House of Fun, but I'm not a big fan of comedy bang bang. The show? The podcast. The podcast. Uh, I, I'm specifically talking about the show, sorry. I, I'm not sure about the podcast. Um, but yeah, no... Uh, Great show, really. I really hope they get a season two because I really liked it. Um, what was Soulmates? So the guys that did Black Mirror, they made a show called Soulmates, and it's pretty much like if they take one episode of Black Mirror, make it into a season, and it's not all, uh, it's not all just that negative slant. So the premise of Soulmates is someone has invented a algorithm or a device or some kind of uh, 
technology that can perfectly pair you with the person you are meant to be with, your soulmate. If you take the test, you will find the person you are meant to be with. So it's, every story is a different perspective on it. There's a married couple and they're struggling with the idea of whether or not they should take the test. Um, and like, mm. you know, do we care? Are we each other's ones? And should it matter? We've already chosen each other. Very good. Um, there's a, a couple stories like, I have found my soulmate, but they're dead now. And I never got to meet them, but I know who I was supposed to be with, but they're not there. Um, yeah, no, great show. That's really, a, but really... that's a bit rough. You pay for a service to find your soulmate. Oh no! But the other <laughs> side of it is, if someone does the soulmate test, the soulmate engine will look for that, and if that other person's not in their system, it'll take a t- it'll take time. So sometimes it'll take oh, like oh, a year to find I this see, person, I see. and they'll find them, and they'll tell them, but. Talk long. about delayed gratification. I wait for a year for this soulmate and it turns out they're no longer on this earth. Mm. And it's like, well... There's a whole episode talking about but it. But also, yeah. I mean, you're paying for the test, right? Yeah, it's man. like, you don't get a refund if you don't like the play. Yeah, you paid to see the play. Yeah, baby. You saw the play. Fucking get... Fucking you don't get a refund if you didn't like it. <laughs> no, very good show. Uh, okay. Highly recommend it. I think that's on Prime as well. Yeah. So, Prime, I, I think Prime nailed it this year for me for TV shows. I was shocked that that was the case. But Netflix has also nailed it. So This is because Amazon Prime has such a scattergun of it. I know! Oh, yeah, they just, yes. I know! It's so crazy. They just put fucking anything. But anything seems to work. <laughs> it's it's mind-blowing. Um, oh, and I, I should probably talk about Fargo because that was one of my favourite shows. I loved Fargo, but Fargo seems to be only something I appeals to me. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I'd have thought you c- would quite like it, Nosh, but maybe it's just like a haven't got rounds with. It, I think it's it's more of that. It's which just you know fair. I was too busy watching MasterChef Junior to watch Fargo. It's a great show to me. It appeals to me just because every season's different cast, different story. Mm. So you can have one season be bad and one season be outstanding. Um, mm. So yeah, no, it nailed it for that this this year. And I don't mind that because then it's not as much of an investment yes. for a viewer. Yes. You can just go, I'm just going to watch season three. And mm. you'll have a great time watching season three. And mm. no problem, walk away after mm. that. And if only Lupin was put two weeks earlier, <laughs> I would have included it in the 2020 list. I haven't finished it yet, but it is, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Talk about bingeable. It's only like the five, six episodes. You're just like, you can knock that off in a weekend yeah. and it's a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's me done, I believe. Uh, kind of touching everything on my list, yeah. Uh, except for like Sex Education season two. I mm-hmm. missed Bridgerton <laughs> <laughs> and the Midnight Gospel. Everyone watched fucking Bridgerton. Yeah, everyone watched Bridgerton. Whatever. Um, but yeah, what we do in the shadows is amazing. The grade is worth checking out. Sex Education, Umbrella Academy season two, good. The Boys season two, good. I watched both Hauntings, but Haunting of Blind Manor came out last year. That was good. Glad Not, you did. I didn't enjoy it Glad as much as did. season one, but it's still good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Auntie Don's Big Old House, fun, amazing. Clone Wars, Big Mouth, Shit's Creek, Mandalorian. All the usual stuff is there. So yeah, um, a lot of good TV. And we've mm. already did you, talked Did you watch about Castlevania? It. Uh, I watched season one, season? but I didn't watch seconds. No, it's the third season now. I don't know. I'm so, so yeah. far behind. Yeah, no. I, I I think it's one of the best animated shows I've seen. I didn't know it, it was back. I've only yeah. seen the first season. No, that's great. Okay. It's very good. Um, Dom? Um, I want to touch on uh, an interesting one, which was The Undoing. Oh, Do yes. Yeah. I did. I, I meant did to indeed. watch it. No. Fantastic performances yeah. from mm-hmm. both Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. Kidman. <laughs> Killman. Killman. Nicole Killman. Is that a spoiler for the show? Ooh! <laughs> is it or isn't it? It slipped though. Uh, <laughs> but kind of didn't like the ending. Kinda... See, that's exactly what... I enjoyed the ride, but then that last bit, I was just, just like, like, oh. 
kind of okay. un- undid itself there. And like, this is yeah. the biggest criticism of the show is like, <laughs> we had hoped it was cleverer. Yes. This is the thing. Right? Yes, uh, you like, did. We're, we're used to shows that are clever. Mm-hmm. And, the, and this, this just comes out of there with like a, you straightforward, know. Straightforward. Well, yeah, mostly straightforward. It sets us up to be this, you know, crime drama that we've come to expect. Mm. And then it's like, oh, hang on. This is a story from like, Five years ago, it feels like when the genre wasn't quite as mature. That's is sort right. Sort of how yes. it feels like. Can I, is it is it like that Twin Peaks season three effect where you go, "This is what I'm expecting from this show. This is not what this show is delivering." It but was, then on rewatch, you go, "Okay, I know that this isn't what I wanted, but now I watch it again, and I go." Oh. <laughs> I'm only halfway through season two of Twin Peaks, so <laughs> <laughs> you're doing that time-based thing you were doing for James Bond. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I think the problem is, right, we've come to expect that in these shows it's not going to be the thing you expect. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was sure. just the thing it was you expect. It was just the expect, yes. It was just like, oh, why do we need all of this plot? I could have gotten this from the, <laughs> from go, the log line. I, I felt like, yeah, it didn't need to be, by the end result, it was like, oh, well, this could have been a one episode. Mm. Like, we could have wrapped it up. <laughs> like, you know, but, like, really good performances and, like, oh, really good yeah. moments. And it was like, I so, I don't know how to feel about it. It like, kept me engrossed is it, right is it until... The watch, even if the last bit's you, like... You've eh. gone to the theatre and you've expected the magic show and you get this beautiful play and you go, that was nice. When does he cut her in half? <laughs> <laughs> that, but... but <laughs> it's an ex- it was more like it's an extraordinary magic show, but at the end, oh shit, wait, he did just actually cut <laughs> the girl yeah, in half. Cut- <laughs> that, that's yeah. actually blood. Okay, mm. okay. Oh no! <laughs> but I do like that Hugh Grant's having a renaissance. Yeah, for He's sure. Like, right? you know, I like, I mean, that was great performance. I think you've mislabeled where that renaissance took off from, but that's okay. We won't get into that. Can get into that another that's time. That's not true. That's just not true. It was the man from Uncle that. Okay, that's enough from you. Uh-huh. Other things on my list were Quiz, which I thought was quite good. This was a British miniseries about the um, dude who cheated, allegedly. Who wants to be a millionaire? Ah. And they, they did a little mini-series about it and it was, it was quite good. And, you know, the question still remains at the end. Do you believe that he cheated or was he just incredibly lucky? So did he cheat? Well, the question remains at the end. Do you no, but I'm saying do you believe cheated? that he cheated? Of course. Yeah. Statistically, someone will, but he doesn't. No one gets that lucky. But I thought it was uh, interesting and, and the, you know, more, more millionaire-based content, the better. <laughs> yeah? Okay. And then the other thing is we had two other Charlie Brooker things come out this year in Antiviral Wipe, which was oh. a special entry in the Screen Wipe series. Um, and which screen... we, are we not familiar with no. this? No. no uh, idea so before Black about. Mirror, yeah. Charlie Brooker... Oh, he was cleaning it. <laughs> he was Black cleaning Mirror, the mirror. Charlie yes. Brooker made these television programs that were like these little... Essentially, like video essays, I guess. You guys didn't do media courses at uni. That's why you haven't heard of this. <laughs> but uh, he would do these, like I did, but we, I still haven't heard essays. of this. Like, like if you think, if you, if you think of Black, Mid- Black Mirror as like this sort of abstract, it is, it is criticism yep. of of the media and and a concept culture and all the, of this, story, right? Yeah. This is just explicitly Charlie Brooker Explic- telling you what he thinks okay. about <laughs> the current television landscape. Anyway, I he do, did a I do retrospective that he's not just like well, fucking technology is bad it's just like look if you consider what it's doing you need to like genuinely think about it there's some bad stuff i like yeah that. well i would highly recommend watching charlie booker's screen wipe and news wipe programs they are fantastic insights into how media operates antiviral wipe was an 
a, a fun sort of that format again, but about all of the pandemic media and, mm-hmm. and so on and, and how our relationship with television has changed because mm-hmm. of everyone being stuck inside. And then we also had Death 2020. Mm. It was not great. I it was think. fine. I, I, I enjoyed it because it, it had been such a year and I'd, already, I'd forgotten so much. And <laughs> yeah, I went sure. back and then looking back in that respect, I went, she was crazy. Like, yeah. She? And then I'm like, we live on a crazy... And then like seeing like caricatures of people that I'm like, that's not a caricature. There are people that are like that. And I'm <laughs> like, this is fucked. Like, yeah. There was um, an SBS special called The Last Year of Television, mm. which was looking back, similar thing, looking back at 2020. And you just, you, you sort of amaze yourself at how you can compartmentalize what's happened. You're like, was that 2020? Like that feels yeah. like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Was that actually real? Did the I actually watch countries that? countries that went into like... Uh, uh, like civil war and shit, and d- like well, global. it was almost a World War Three, like mm-hmm. in February, and it's like, oh yeah, I forgot uh, yeah. that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just there was so like much killer bees. Yep. Yeah, yeah, killer bees. Uh, killer bees. The bees were dying. <laughs> there was a lot going <laughs> on with the bees. Yes. A bee related content. They had their whole year. <laughs> <laughs> wow, whole we didn't even big know year for happened. bees. Big bee year. Big bee we watched year. the bee movie the other day. Oh, that's no, terrible. Yeah. Oh, would you give it a B? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any other TV shows you'd like to mention, Dom? Oh, yeah, I could mention plenty. I've been watching a lot of the X-Files. <laughs> yeah, Was there a season that came out last year? They were bad. No. Don't watch the new seasons. They are horribly <laughs> Sorry, bad. like the old X-Files was good? Seasons, we need to talk about this. Okay. Because yeah. there is good There is good X-Files. There is good X-Files? There is good X-Files. There An is good X-Files. There's there. enjoyable X-Files. Yeah, there's good X-Files. No, there's good relationship <laughs> dynamic. There's an interesting mystery. They remove the mystery from the mystery. Sure, okay. Um, and, and it's an interesting procedural show. Like, the procedural the bits time, are the best bits. Yeah, 100%. I, I wouldn't call any part of the X-Files good. I would, yeah, no, there's some good, there's some good skeleton, especially <laughs> when you know... To be honest, every okay, single yes. episode of that ends with me going, oh, fuck you, Chris yeah, Carter. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... I love Scully and Mulder, especially understanding that for a long time in that show, those actors hated each other. They they apparently like each other now, but it's just like for a long time, they had to spend months together continuously and they were just like, I fucking hate you. But then the, the camera would go like, Scully, I don't want anything to happen to you. And then they go home and be like, fuck that. <laughs> Maybe that explains David Duchovny's wooden acting. Yes. <laughs> Oh, Davey boy. <laughs> but no, I don't think there was any new X-Files in 2020, so we can't what a talk shame. about it. Well, that's our... Uh, <laughs> Although we've talked about our it. Our <laughs> look back at 2020, our 2020 hindsight, if you will. So that naturally leads us into the second annual Dealer's Choice Choice Awards. Da, 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 da. The second annual Dealer's Choice Choice Awards is brought to you by Breaking the Banksy 2, The Shadow Gallery. Art will be attacked, identities revealed, and a new canvas will be born. Don't miss this much-anticipated sequel, Breaking the Banksy 2, The Shadow Gallery, coming to Pitch and Tent soon. Thank you, everyone, for attending the second annual Dealer's Choice Choice Awards, the show where we try to undercut the Oscars and get in first. And really, it's the, probably the bigger honour because we're so niche, I'd, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd argue that. Mm-hmm. Um, today, our special guest, and he'll be opening all the envelopes today, is Dom. Um, so My letter uh, opener is freshly sharpened. They're digital envelopes. Yeah. 
shit. <laughs> <laughs> COVID safe. Yeah. So he will be he'll be a QR code app ready. Yeah, um maybe. after a lengthy discussion where we all say what we think the, the winner should be, he will then announce the winner. Um, a lot of responsibility. <laughs> it's a, lot, a lot, of responsibility lot of responsibility, and uh, literally no cliffhanging because we, it'll be probably be pretty obvious. By that, I right? think you meant that we would talk about, but I think Dom's part of the. Who does he think? And then it can just be everything that Dom thinks should win. We'll win. We'll win. <laughs> Which is fascinating. Amazing that Bad Boys for Life won every category. <laughs> every category. <laughs> Amazing that we all put Bad Boys for Life forward every time. Now, um, because we are trying to undercut the Oscars, we've come out a bit ahead. And the Oscars, I don't know, they're just having trouble getting off their feet this year. It must be mm. costing a lot of money or something. I can't it's think hard. of any other reason why it's, they'd be yeah. pushing it. <laughs> no host again. That shouldn't be a problem. I wonder it's if there's a specific movie live. they're waiting for. I don't know. It's yeah. really hard to live in those big Hollywood mansions and get nothing done. It's really tough. Mm. But yeah, so we're going to be, uh, not only are we going to be predicting what wins by giving out our awards, but we're going to be predicting what even gets nominated. Yeah. So really, this is just like the ultimate Dealer's Choice Choice Awards. This is pure what we want to win. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to do the top five, the big five again. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had requests to do the bottom five or the, the, the less big five. Maybe we'll do that next year, a third third annual special. Because uh, this episode's already gone on for quite a bit, so uh, <laughs> let's let's start with uh, the big five. Where do we want to start? Bottom and work our way up. Top, work our way down. I don't know how that is. Alex, the cinephile, is obviously the uh, the order authority of this. Yeah, that's a good point. Put your penis away. Whew. Okay, um, <laughs> the pants are away now. <laughs> so we've got best picture, best director, best actor, actress, writer. Okay. Yep, that's five. Or best writing. Where do you want to start? Where's a good place to start, Alex? Let's start. Let's start with some of the acting ones, and then we can talk about movies in general. Yeah, because acting is the easier of. Let's all of start the with writing. Mm. I said acting, so we're going to start, start with, with acting. <laughs> so, what did you guys think was the best written film? All right, Alex. What? What? Who? Trick question. <laughs> Films is visual medium. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, oh my no. god! Me. Writing is books. <laughs> writing book. Petition Film big pick Petition <laughs> On screen No book read To swap no, no, out no. Best writer For best Horrid storyboarder oh. best storyboarder <laughs> It'd be some artist like What? I do, Sol I just, would win hands down Just anything Pixar right? Yeah Yeah. yeah. Alright Alright Alex hit me What are we These So we're going off Predicted nominations What do we got? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just using The Hollywood Reporter's uh, Predictions As of February Because they report On Hollywood Yeah, That's right okay. It's right there In the name uh, This so... small suburb In LA Is quite distinct Yes It's called Hollywood <laughs> So we've got uh, Some front runners uh, Let me just hit you uh, Does Nomad have Land. a local paper That just isn't yeah. About the movies at all That's where like, they got I the assume sign there's from. Two Hollywood reporters <laughs> It's got like a Buy swap sell <laughs> There's classified like, section. There's the Hollywood Reporter, yeah. which does all the movie stuff. No, and then yeah. there's the, like the Hollywood Courier. They've got the, just like they call it the, the Holly. police blotter. And like... No, it's just all about like positivity. It's called the Hollywood, and it's just all about a good time. You know. I'm sorry, we were actually getting started. We were, we were. That's fine. Uh, now, so we've got uh, Nomad Land. That was a good joke, though. <laughs> Nomad Land. Uh, One Night in Miami. Wait, are we are we not just putting forward what? Well, what, okay, we'll go, we, what, go Why are we what going off think? what they think? Well, like, Love just, that we've nailed I down do the hear the, I want to hear the nominations. Stage. Oh, okay, sorry. I, I they're didn't, predicted I nominations. Yeah, they're predicted nominations. I thought we were going to nominate what we thought. Well, we will. Fuck Hollywood. I just thought I, we'd get the yeah, ball rolling. It depends. If there's enough on there that we can probably do it from the predicted, we'll do okay. it. Okay. Uh, yeah, Land, One Night in Miami, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, The Father, and First Cow 
I've seen none of these films, so I can't. Uh, Neither have I. So I would like to put <laughs> right. So that was fruitful. Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> Thank you. And then there's uh, Trials of Chicago Seven, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and Mank on the original screenplay. See, so. that seems like a more a more a good list that we could work I with. I would like to add Bad Boys <laughs> for Life. <laughs> It's no. the third movie as well. It's no. Poor Life. I think it's because they were going to do two extra ones and then they decided, no, we'll just do one more. I'm not saying Bad Boys for Life. He said it. <laughs> you can work with that, right, yeah. in post? <laughs> so, for original, mm. I've seen Promising Young Woman, mm-hmm. so I guess I'm voting for that. It would probably be my pick. But to- you love Mank. I do love Mank, and I do love that it was David Fincher's dad who wrote it, Jack Fincher, so, before he passed away. Shut me down. Mm. I know. Palm Springs? See, Palm That keeps Springs. coming up in my yes. mind as quite a well-written movie. It is. Well, a, a, a premise that is heavy and complex handled pretty well. Mm. I would put that forward. It has a few things running against it. Yeah. In that it's science fiction. Its lead is Sorry, from a comedy background. Sorry, are we background. talking about... Okay, this this needs to be clarified for me right now. What is this? Are we predicting what the Oscars will get? Or are we putting know. forward what we think was the best written movie? My God, I love that we're having this conversation <laughs> now. Yeah. It's kind of like a hybrid. That's Because I last. assume this was what we thought was the best. Well, let's go but you're, you're, treating the, it, you're treating it See, as if we're predicting the what the Oscars is, will do. Last year... All the Oscar movies were movies that we'd seen and enjoyed. Yeah. Yes. And then this year, they yeah. are, we haven't seen the movies, and we have yeah. other movies we think That's, are more deserving. So yes. we're in. Well, let's, let's do, do that. Let's do that. Spot. Let's do that, yeah. shall okay, we? Cool. Okay. It's this level of inside baseball that keeps me coming back to Spiky <laughs> Trap for I, sure. I love it when you talk tennis to me. It's so good. Oof. So yes, I think Palm Springs <laughs> is. Yeah. I. I don't know. It I don't. Was, just, I don't. It's just... like. It was all originally written back in 1993, so like this is just yeah, but that's my point. Like it shouldn't just a reiteration on a formula. It shouldn't be as good as it was. I don't think it should have just been a rehash and something that's already. But it it was a different spin on it. But that promising young woman ending. Yeah, no, that's uh, sorry. I think promising young woman sort of speaks more. I'm going to go real film school on this. Speaks more to the zeitgeist of where we are. So Palm Springs. Whereas Palm Springs is more escapist. Palm Springs deals with some pretty heavy shit. It does, it does, but it's not as heavy as Promising Young Woman. It's different. It's nihilism, but I've also it's watched different. Bojack, yeah. so I'm, I'm I'm used to it. Yeah, like I don't know. It's that's we're talking apples and oranges here. They're different categories. Well, we don't. Yeah. But which one was written better? Mm. That's the question. I, I Dom is probably going to be end up the sub, the, the deciding vote. I'm the one woman. with the envelope. <laughs> is, so it's promising young woman in Palm Springs that you don't want to so. put Mank. So. You don't want to push no, Mank at all. Mank can be. We can talk about Mank later. Uh, okay, I don't feel comfortable with that. <laughs> Mank's not taking best film. Hey, it warrant. <laughs> Dom is the arbiter. This is director. He's, I think he's. I'm, he's, not, like, he's... I'm not arbiting anything. <laughs> I'm just, I'm yeah, just opening. I'm the not orbiting nothing here. Thank you very much. Um. So, okay. I, I've been championing promising young woman a bit. Mm. I think I like Palm Springs more. Yes. But is it better it's... written? Yeah. That's yeah. I because the thing is, I'm not going to. I think it's pa- well performed. Palm Springs. Yeah. Mm. I think it's well. I don't know. I think it's very good. It's well executed. How much of it was in the writing, though? I don't know that. Mm. We know Andy Samberg loves a bit of improv. That is yes. a true fact. 
Improv is a form of writing, I would argue. I mean, you're writing it in your head, I guess. Yeah. In that split second. <laughs> Correct. It's uh, improv spoken, <laughs> writing written. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we have the caveman in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually rescind my argument. <laughs> no, I I'm agree with Zach you. I agree with you. No, I agree with you. That <laughs> was swapped. Damn it. You're right. You no. probably spoke. No. All right. This is this is this is the smaller of the big five. So let's let's lock in and like what are we? What are we? You what know about what? You? What about you, Dom? What what do you think is the? He said. Did he? He said bad boys for life. <laughs> I've seen neither of these. Oh, films. okay, okay. <laughs> you can you can present a third and we can discuss it. He said. Ba- <laughs> what was the best written movie you watched this year? Let me get back to my list yeah, of yeah. films I watched this year. It's going to take him a while. It's a full... <laughs> it's all Hamilton. seven of them. Yeah, that's fair. It was the best written film. Well, Hamilton was very yes. well written. Yes, if it was allowed into the Oscars, then yes. Uh, a lot of, it, it took years to write. Is this the point where we split hairs and go oh, adaptation musicals. original? It's not. No, but I think this it's is neither. the point where we go it's musical song. Oscars say it's film not picture, a film. Right? It's an adaptation. How many times do I have to get this point clarified? Life? Are we predicting for the Oscars? No, but we we're using their structure. We're using we their use structure. structure yes. But do we have to use their categories? Like, their, sorry, I mean, their that's category. the big five. That's what that's we're doing. The big five. I mean, do we have to use their criteria? I think it helps. Yeah, yeah. It helps okay. to have okay. some structure. Uh, sorry, that's sorry. That's fair. But also, like, I didn't recognize any of the adapted, so I'm more than happy to give adapted to Hamilton. Yeah, we can do that. I think Even though do I don't, that. it's adapted off someone's life, so I don't know if that's a thing. I, no, I, I think I, it was a book that was written on someone's life. That was. I mean, he read the he book, read a yes. book, and then he went and did more research and did a whole thing around. The, but I have no other options for adapted. So Hamilton, congratulations! Congratulations! Emma, Emma is also an adaptation of a book. And that's congratulations, Lin Manuel Miranda! You have won the DCCA. <laughs> you were opening mm. the envelopes, Tom. Yes, oh yeah, would you like to open the envelope? And would you like to open the envelope for? Best Adapted Screenplay, please, Dominic. And the award... Bad Boys for Life. (laughs) (laughs) The award for Best Adapted Screenplay goes to... Emma, surprisingly. Oh, I didn't expect that one. Congratulations, whoever was involved in Emma. I don't know who you are, so you'll have to contact us, and then we'll contact you in regards to sending your award. I'm sorry, Limowell. Miranda. I'm sure he has other things. <laughs> to said, there is a footnote here. It says musical sung, not written. Oh. I will say, I will say, um, <laughs> I think, I think we've made a big mistake there because when it comes to who we want on the podcast in the future, random who wrote Emma versus <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda are two very different episodes. So this, is, this is the struggle Morgan always has: his personal dreams and my. Personal and this is why dreams. I'm the one opening the envelopes Thank because we God. cannot. Let our editorial um, be guided yes. by Morgan's commercial instincts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. I don't give a shit how much publicity he would bring. All right, he did not win that category. All right, Morgan always Murdoch. Next year. <laughs> um, so that is our first uh, DCCA we've given out. Mm-hmm. It's a magnificent trophy. I could describe it. It's just too magnificent. But we're all looking at. An it's example beautiful. right now. Couldn't put um, it into words. I will get Alex to mock up a design and post it <laughs> later <laughs> yes, on. In yes, the- indeed. <laughs> I like I that you've incorporated that. all the shapes involved in the Olympic flag. Yep. Uh, I okay. like that there's um, <laughs> a little bit of a secret message in there. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. You've got to look at it, sort of squint and tilt your head and you'll get it. Mm. And yeah. I also like how you've incorporated that Olympic logo where it looks like Lisa's giving Bart a head job. <laughs> <laughs> I know well, what you're talking about. <laughs> the, the London Olympics one where the, the, 
I've just given Alex an impossible task to incorporate. I also like that it's the same backwards and forwards. You know, you can turn the objects around and it's the same shape. It's very cool. I like how it's so spectacularly multicolored and also an optical illusion that completely works on a computer screen. All right, that joke's too far. (laughs) You warned me, everybody. You warned me. So best screenplay. So we've done adapted screenplay. Mm. And So there's two routes we can take here is Palm Springs is either going to clean up or later on, the, we know it's probably going to get a bit of a nod later on down the road. So maybe we so give it to something like Promising it, Young Woman that we don't know is going to come I, back I, again. I, I feel like you, you were quite behind the writing for Promising Young Woman and you were also championing it. So. Yes. I, do, I think majority rules in this case. There are two of us. Just be prepared to do, be disappointed with Mank. Of course, that's okay. fine. So I think, uh, congratulations. Uh, well, he has to... I mean, he has oh, to sorry, read it. it. Do, do more proper facts? Yep. Okay. That sounded so good. <laughs> Promising young woman well, takes well it. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well Congratulations, um, Emerald Fennel. Bo Burnham, uh, you. I guess you can come on the podcast and receive the award. That's a bit of commercialism, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> or whatever Alex said, whoever that person is. Emerald you, Fennel, she wrote, directed, and uh, cameoed in yeah. the film. Con- uh, contact us for your award that Alex is Mocking has up. designed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. And is sitting in right in front of him. Yes. I've mocked up and there's the mock up. It's it's something. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on now. Uh, we've got the writing out of the way and let's get down to the acting. They're bringing the words to life. Oh, God. So we will start with actress. Um, Zach, any, actr- any performance by an actress that... Really great. Kristen Melody from. Bear, bear with me here. Uh, yes. that's, a, that's a good one. Uh, who 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 is the lady in Queen's Gambit? The main actress. What's her name? Her name is. Because she's Anna, the main... uh, Anya Taylor Joy. Yes. Yeah, yes. she's the main actress in Emma as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, now I know, I'm aware. Emma just got that screw. But unfortunately, this is a pretty slim picking. So it, it'd be between Anna Taylor Joy, mm. uh, and <laughs> Harley Quinn <laughs> from Birds of Prey. <laughs> Aussie. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, get behind oh. it. Get behind it. Wait, uh, sorry. Morgan, Margot I, Robbie, for those who Margot, are aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was like, are we, is there a reason we're not saying her name? Yeah, yeah. Um, quick what? quick format query at this point. Mm. I know. <laughs> it seemed crazy to not have nailed any of these details down earlier. <laughs> are we allowing what Netflix, do you mean? Fil- Netflix films yes. on this? Because yeah, 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 there was yeah, some yeah. contention around this with the Oscars. Oh, right? but yeah, but, yeah we're not but as, we're not as we're not snobbish as, as the Oscars. We, we okay. pretend to be the Oscars, but deep down we know we can never achieve that because we like everything. We're, we're, we're like one step above the Golden Globes. On the on the road. On the totem in pole. Some, in sense. some respects. In so others, right above the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> in others, we are the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, while Zach is flicking through his phone, Morgan, any, any performances? I, I, I ge- I, look, probably can't compete with those two, but definitely want to throw Kristen Melody's name in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, her in that movie was also good, but her as uh, the mother in How I Met Your Mother are also very good. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Zach, Yellow did umbrella. You, did you narrow it down, or did you? Uh, no? I just wanted to honourable mention to Sierra McCormick, who was in the Vast of Night, but I don't think she's a contender because neither of you have seen it. Not you haven't either, but I, I, you're opening the envelope. So, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, it's fine. I would like to say Kerry Mulligan in Promising Young Woman. Mm. I thought she gave a pretty good performance, but has she been better in other stuff? No, no. I think there's someone who eclipsed her. For it, Gary Oldman can't win Best Actress. No, well. he can't. He can't. Uh, Vanessa Kirby in uh, in 
what I had it written down. Pieces of a Woman. Uh, so this film is about a uh, stillbirth, and she's the mother in that, and she gives this sort of very um, powerful and raw and. Her performance was the best thing in that movie. Okay, so it's um, worth it to watch. I think so. Just okay. for her. It's a very heavy film. Um, very bleak. Mm. It involves mm. stillbirth. Mm. Um, yes, but the performance there was something else. How do we feel about potentially um, Elizabeth Debicki from Tenet or no. Rachel McAdams from Eurovision? She was good, but her accent dropped a few times there, Rachel. Uh, I don't know. Have you been to Iceland? What about Millie Bobby Brown from Godzilla King of Monsters? (laughs) (laughs) She's more of a supporting, isn't she? Yeah, but she really steals that (laughs) movie. uh, But genuinely, Enola Holmes? No? Millie Bobby Brown, Enola Holmes? It wasn't her best performance. Okay, Okay, yeah, cool. Just because you can break the fourth wall doesn't mean you have to. Correct. <laughs> that, was, that, that was her <laughs> decision. Day. I remember that. <laughs> Watching the documentary and she was like, no, I am going to do this. And he's like, it didn't work in Fleabag. We can't do it. No. It did work in Fleabag. Like, yeah. And she kept saying, no, no, I've seen it happen. I'm going to do this now. Strongest. So strongest contenders. Uh, Vanessa Kirby was Vanessa mine. K- but was your, and, I got Anya Taylor-Joy. Was that it? Is that my? Yeah. That's yeah, correct. I think it's yeah. Anna Taylor-Joy. And then I said Kristen Melody. Dumb. We've established I've seen very few films, so I can't throw a tie-breaking Have you seen here. Queen's Gambit? Yeah. Was she good in Queen's Gambit? Yeah. Then was she good have in Emma? Seen... Yeah. She was great have... in Emma. Have you, have you seen the Mission Impossible movies? Yes. Vanessa oh, Kirby yeah. is in Mission Impossible. Have you seen... Oh, oh okay. <laughs> have you seen the last season of How I Met Your Mother? No. Kristen Melody is, the, is in that, if that helps. Alright, so we each have one vote. Remember, so because of the stalemate, I gave everyone they have one extra vote to use. On something that's not your own. Yeah. Um is anyone would like to use their extra vote now or um... I unfortunately haven't seen Promising Young Woman or I don't mm. I have not seen the Eurovision movie, so I can't speak to either of those. I mean Krista Melody isn't in the ooh, Eurovision movie. Ooh. So... Will Smith, Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> <laughs> I no, think I, I think I we're awarding it to Anya Taylor Joy, right? Yeah, That's sure. What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Yes, but you didn't undo. Yeah, the you got to do the envelope. Yeah, you, you have that. to do this you every time. That, now, but Dom. what does that, the envelope say? Oh, it says Christian Melody. That's a nice surprise. I like that. Lovely, Christian. If you're listening, get in contact. We will send you. Uh, Alex's Immaculate Trophy when it is fully commissioned and made. Oh, it's commissioned. It's made. It's sitting right there. Morgan. I mean, that's, that's the example. One. Morgan, it is so we much need to better that we don't votes. know who's in Because the... the shady corporations that are paying us to give awards to these movies are not going to be happy when we get these all wrong. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel it's like so the great best, that we don't know what's in the envelope. It's though. really <laughs> nice that we can have a discussion and argue. <laughs> but then we're like... No one can get mad at us. It all, it's all on Dom's head. The, yeah, the anonymous, Dom is, he's the one that opened the envelope. Yeah. The anonymous dude from PWC's in the corner just <laughs> staring at me, handing me envelopes. <laughs> Next category, Alex. Okay. so As, he, as he burns actor. the real envelope. <laughs> actor now. Uh, Strong male oh. performance from a film. Um, yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy. Because no. she played the kid. She, she played was... both herself and... And the kid from Love Actually in Queen's Gambit, which is pretty impressive. But that's TV, not movies. Moving on. I have a, I have a, an interesting dual nomination. Oh, okay, okay. Of As Will Smith and Martin Lawrence <laughs> from Bad Boys for Life. I just think Martin Lawrence. I don't know. Will Smith's done better. 
<laughs> it's Martin Lawrence's peak, is it? And Will Smith. Have you Eric seen After Earth? Banner. Oh my god. Oh, Eric Banner. He did do good. He I did love good. Eric Banner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a good performance. It was a good performance. Zach? Uh Paul Bettany, Uncle Frank. Okay, okay, okay. And I'm going um just to be different, so there's one from each of us. Uh Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal. Hmm, that's a good yeah. Yes. And did anyone want to mention John David Washington? Yeah, nah, nah, yeah. From Tenant, nah. Nah. I nearly went Gary Oldman for Mank. It was good, but it wasn't great. Can I... Let me... Sasha Baron Cohen from The the Chicago... The Trial of the Chicago 7. You know what? Like, that movie's okay, but then watching him in that movie is like, oh, wow, this guy's fucking act. It's it's surprising as shit. But I, 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 I wrote Paul Bettany. Oh. oh, from my movie. <laughs> I haven't seen Uncle Frank, but I have been. I've said this a couple of times to Alana because we've been watching WandaVision. He's fantastic, I'm like, yeah. he's great. I'm really enjoying that this show is giving him a chance to s- stretch his acting chops because mm. he is actually very good in yes. a lot of stuff. And I love A Knight's Tale, and he's in that as well. Mm. Speaking of spe- stretching, mm. pitch Hugh Grant in Gentleman. Yeah, no. That, was, that is the beginning That's of his very... renaissance. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, fuck. It's more accurate than Norris. Um, <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> That's a really good pick, actually. I that He is fucking amazing in that movie. Yeah. We have a lot of, we have a lot of opportunity here because we could cement his comeback by handing him a DCCA. I might change. This could be, this could be the, uh, the big I, moment. I'm moving my vote to him. I don't know what the envelope's going to say at this point. Who knows? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> knows. Nobody knows. The accountant is writing furiously oh, oh, at the I, moment. Andy Samberg does get a shout for Palm Springs. I think he did a particularly good yeah, job yeah, at Palm yeah. Springs. I'm not going to say he should win. I'm just like... He did his Andy Samberg Credit thing. Credit where it's due. But mm. his thing is, people might think his thing is actually very one-sided. It's actually quite third-dimensional. Mm. And he can make his thing nihilistic. He can make it hopeful. He's He has mm. a thing, but he does it well. Mm. Yes, mm. yes. But yes, um, Fuck yeah, Paul Hugh Bettany Grant. or Hugh, Hugh, Grant. Hugh Grant. I think Hugh. You think Hugh? What oh. does as, the much, as much as it's funny for the envelope, if the envelope's wrong at some point, I will challenge it. <laughs> If I feel passionate enough. The envelope's been wrong every time he's opened it up. But I haven't felt passionate <laughs> oh, about I see, it. I see, I see, I got you. Why was I given? Paul Bettany's not going to... <laughs> that was a weird envelope. <laughs> I think they're getting thicker. Oh. It's Will Smith on it. <laughs> well, that's just... That's wrong. That's wrong. wrong. Will Smith but also it says for... in, in Gemini, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what he was looking up on his phone. This this might have been last year's... No, you guys ain't seen this. He plays himself, but young. I know, I know. I want to give it to Hugh Grant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Congratulations. I'm going to go watch the gentleman again because I forgot how much I enjoyed Hugh Grant. Again, contact us, uh, Sparky Trap. I mean, it's a podcast at sparkytrap.com. Get in contact. We'll contact your people. We can uh, set up a Zoom. You can get your DCCA. Mm. Now that you've all approved the mock-up. Now I've approved. I've got oh, some no. changes I want you to make. But, you know. <laughs> I'm beginning to see how these next two categories are going to shake out. Except so far, Dom has done the right thing. So nominate <laughs> away. <laughs> okay. Now, best director. We're building up just like the Oscars do to the end of the night with best picture. So best director. Best director. Yes. Oh look, it says Christopher Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because you just want Christopher Nolan on this podcast? Is that is that right? Why would Dom want Christopher <laughs> Nolan on our podcast? If I don't get Lynn, he doesn't get Chris. So. 
Yeah, that's right. He just emailed me, but I see the reply that Morgan CC'd us all into saying, fuck off. <laughs> well, yes, I think Nolan could be in the conversation, but is the envelope well, not, spoken? Not, the envelope we haven't, not we haven't had a discussion yet. No, okay. And also, Christopher Nolan's not winning this. No, I didn't think not so. No. Um, Emerald Fennel. Yes. Who directed The Invisible Man? Oh, actually, I'm going to put forward the director of The Vast of Night because I think that's quite impressive what he did. I'm going to put forward... Guy Ritchie for The mm. Gentleman. Nah, not his best work. It's not... It, it's not... Yeah. We Andrew, found them Andrew earlier. Patterson. Who was not Michael Bay for Bad Boys this time around? <laughs> Those yeah, two people. of them. That's his name. The duo. The, the no, it's, duo. Not, it's not Michael Bay. David Dobkin for, for, Euro, for Eurovision. Mm. Oh. Uh, I want to throw out David Fincher for Mank. Mm. Notice the complete and utter silence in the podcasting booth. Uh, okay. Who directed Godzilla King of Monsters? Sam Hargrave for Extraction. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a f- particular favourite of yours. Well, only for that 20 minute one take. And he directed that. Yeah. <laughs> I know he directed that. Get over yourself. Uh, I just want to throw out Spike Lee for Defy Bloods. Nice, nice. Uh, Dom, who are you looking up to say to everyone? Because. That- uh, we don't know. I, I assume he's looking up the directors for Bad Boys for Life. I did do that, and then um, we already we moved on. Uh, Peter Berg did Spencer Confidential. Peter Bausch. I know that name, but anyway. Yeah. Does anyone of, um, feel passionately about any of these names? Rose Glass, who directed Saint Maud. Um, I think Ironically, I think that's how you look at. Saint Maud is mm. through rose-colored glasses. Mm. Um, got, I think. Come I on, think, guys, think, that was clever. So, come on, come on. I agree. That, that was, was clever. That was good. Well done. Well, yes, look at, it was. It was. Well, you got to look at what nah. constitutes like a best direction, right? Like what what traits in a film mean that it's well. I mean, well, I mean, Chris Nolan <laughs> went backwards in time. Yes, but also in quality. <laughs> we learned. I was I was gonna, <laughs> I was going to say, well, are they going left or are they going right? This <laughs> best. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll do, an, we'll do an interesting category of best screen direction. <laughs> <laughs> this movie has the nicest continuity of movement. Oh, get duked. No, Emma, actually. Emma does have the best. Um, I'm not having Emma come a clean sweep. Uh, it's not happening. Yeah, because you hate women. I don't hate women. Because um, I'm saying Emerald Fennel for best director for Promising Young Woman. Oh, okay. For, for, for best best screen direction. No, best director. Oh, okay. Mm. Not screen direction. I don't. I don't recall any uh, left or right pans. Well, were particularly. We're just gonna have to find out why Dave, uh, for, why Christopher Nolan won. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm all for Emerald Defennel. I'm. Uh, yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm just gonna say Andrew Patterson for the Vast of Night. But. Okay. Okay. Uh, and um, the winner. What are we going is... with? The winner is well, yeah. Oh, and Ninian Doff. Got you got to open there. You got to open the envelope. You got to open the envelope. Should have. You should have been listening. There's one. There's one that definitely. Ninian Doff. I believe it was. Emerald. 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 Fennel. No, it's still Christopher Nolan. No, we'll give it to Emerald Fennel for sure. Good on you. We'll, we'll get we'll commission from Alex a little nice uh, you tried award that we can also send <laughs> to Chris. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one for Lynn and one for Chris. <laughs> and now finally, everything has come to this. This is the moment. This is the moment. The moment of the truth. This sucks. <laughs> Best foreign short documentary? Correct. No. <laughs> Best picture. If you had to pick one movie from this year, what do you think? Zach, best picture. Picture for the year, one and only one. 
You're going to have to come back to me. Oh, okay. Morgan, one and only one. Palm Springs. Okay, okay. Dom, one and only one. Babos for life! <laughs> I didn't even like it. <laughs> That's not true. Don't lie to us. Um, It's probably Eurovision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, cool, thought cool, about, cool. I thought about Eurovision. Yeah, 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 yeah. So much better than it had any right to be. <laughs> mm, this is true. This is true. I mean, if we're doing best soundtrack, it would clearly win. Oh, Are we doing down. best original song? <laughs> the Fast of Night. Yeah, it's the only the movie I've watched more than twice this year. Okay. Well, last okay. year, sorry. Now, you're expecting me to say Mank, but I'm not going to say Mank. Mm. Oh, see, look at his little eyes bold. Just like, what? What? Little. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say The Sound of Metal. I think that really it grabbed me and with you, yeah. resonated with me long after the credits rolled. It was a vibration. Yeah, I felt the vibrations. Sound were passing they through They were cool vibrations. So, good vibrations. Oh, good vibrations. Oh, wait a minute. There's a surprise late entry. Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> Shut up, it's not winning. <laughs> this is an interesting one. I, mm. Yeah, I, I like I, I agree Palm Springs is in here. Needs the love. Give it the love. Mm. But I don't... We haven't given anything to Palm Springs yet, have we? But that's not... No, it's just, I just... I disagree with running right? it like, like that. But no, it's no, no. I'm, and and I, I, I certainly have no influence over what... Wins. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, right? Oh it's my. interesting. Oh, it keeps fuck. coming up in every category, but it's never won. What a shame. Mm. So the vast uh, of because night. it's not a it's because it's not a, a it's not a film. It's Dumb. a movie. The vast of night has come up four times now. All by all, you. All of them from Zach. Five. So is Mike, but you know. These two have just mentioned it. That's five times. What's everyone's say- votes then? The vast of night four times. The Sound of Metal, uh, one time. Um, <laughs> See? <laughs> Palm Springs, regarded highly by everyone on this podcast who has seen it. <laughs> and honestly, honestly, I reckon we've won Dom over. He probably thinks it's great and he hasn't even seen it. Yeah. And he's just looking up movies. He can fuck it. He doesn't... He doesn't he's going to he's gonna fuck with it. He doesn't what care I'm doing what we have nothing to say. That's like gonna, he's going to say like... He's I don't know. Say, I don't know that we've got Dom in the palm of our hands. He's going to say like Sonic the Hedgehog or something, isn't he? Did that come out this year? No. Last year. Yeah. It did, it did. Yeah. It's a shame. Can you imagine being happy to see that movie? I haven't <laughs> seen any of the contenders, so I do not know which one to pick. The Fast. I'm going to throw in... My second vote for Palm Springs. <laughs> I'm going to throw in my second vote for Emma. Oh, Emma's the um, only one I've seen. So and Palm Springs is winning. Emma's gorgeous. Oh, okay, yeah, nice. I've got a second vote. I'm going to throw it behind Palm Springs. See, this is a typical... That means you've lost. Yeah, I, Sound of Metal's not winning. I can see the writing on the wall. <laughs> I'm going to change my vote for Sound of Metal. <laughs> Palm so Springs still wins. wins. No, because Sound of Metal has two votes. Two, and, and Palm Springs has three. Three. Oh, but I gave Vast of Night four votes. No, you didn't. That didn't no, count. that didn't count. You don't have four votes to play with. You, well, and you we'll, spent and you gave we'll your see what happens you gave your, your extra vote to Emma for some reason. <laughs> so let's see final envelope, Dom. Holiday. <laughs> um, I, I don't, a fine I, I don't film. I didn't it. mind it. Um, if Palm we Springs. continue with this joke, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! This I think maybe because it was 2020, but like yeah. we're, we're not having Dom back next. I year. think all day, <laughs> I think all day Palm Springs keeps coming up and up and up and up and up, and it's the only one that's like 
So, yeah. I don't know. Everyone seems to be pitching it all the time, right? There, there, there is an inherent hesitancy, though. In I know it's an inherent hesitancy, but it. of all the movies that I haven't seen, it's the one that all of you have told me I need to see. Mm. We have all enjoyed it. It could be the consensus nominee. But it feels somehow like you're coercing me. I'm not coercing you into anything, but yeah. just do it. You've really backed me <laughs> into this corner here, and I feel trapped. You are in the corner. I'm just and saying, you the Academy's not going to give it to him, right? What? Hmm? Yeah, the Academy's not going to. No. We, and we're better than them. This we appreciate talent. Dom without hit being right to the core of me. I do want to be contrarian. Um, all right. Emma. <laughs> <laughs> I think we gave it to Palm Springs. Palm yes, Springs, congratulations. Right. Yes. So, quick recap. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We had Best Adapted going to Hamilton. Hamilton. Yes. And then we had Best Screenplay going to Promising Young Woman. Is that yes. correct? Is that correct? It was, wasn't it? Was. It was. I'm pretty sure that's Emma? correct. Emma? Dom said Emma. Question. Yeah. No. Promising Young Woman. No, no. Emma won Best Adapted. Yeah. Yes. Did it? Oh, yes. no, yes. Shock, shock win. Shock Emma win. Emma won Best Adapted. Yes, yes. And don't, then... you, don't you sneak <laughs> that shit in there, you bastard. Yeah. And then um, Promising Young Woman won... Director. No, and won Best, best screenplay. screenplay. And Best Director. And, and Best Director. Best act- Actress was... Anya Taylor Joy. Yes. From, from mm-hmm. oh, okay, that's from Emma. Yes. Emma's done pretty well. Uh, best actor was Will Smith <laughs> from Gemini Man. Uh, it was Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant from Gentleman. Yes. And then uh, best we did best director. Best film was of course Palm Springs. So well done, everyone. I'm pretty happy with the second annual DCCAs. Mm-hmm. It was a rough year for film. It was. But I think I think we fixed everything right here. Mm. I think credit where credit's due. Everything got a bit of the piece of the cake. Got a bit of love. Um, Zach is probably really upset about no, Emma just, for some reason, even no, though Emma did pretty well. It got, no, two, no. It got two wins. I'm not <laughs> two even out upset. Of five. I mean, I just, just like you're right. 2020 was shit. <laughs> but uh, yes. you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> That's an onion idol. Shock. Shock. An Onion article, which is Shock Analysis 2020, actually not bad. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we've come to the end of this. We'll be back again next year with the third annual. Till then, we'll keep watching movies. And when the actual Oscars does come around, we'll probably have a bit of discussion about what they think is good and versus what how superior our award show is. But I would just like to thank Dom for coming on and opening envelopes for us today. Thank mm-hmm. you. I'm now covered in paper. <laughs> no one else could have done it's it with such... Note precision poise and grace <laughs> thank you and sound effects and um we will now uh as as is customary with award shows uh we will now have end the end of the show with a performance from our guest uh dom i appreciated you coming on dom. i will be reading an excerpt of my new screenplay uh, <laughs> and thank you for coming that is all we have time for thank you ladies and gentlemen good night <laughs> This has been a Spiky Trap Radio production. For more Spiky Trap Radio content, please head to spikytrap.com.